It's time, it's time for the Shredded Cabbage Podcast. Each week, we review the movies we have actually seen in the theater. You remember the theater, right? It's like Netflix, but with a much bigger screen and more expensive popcorn. Ready for a new take on the latest on film, culture, and whatever else people are talking about? You are in the right place. Probably. Here are your hosts, Blake Ship and Cole Moore. Buenas noches, everybody. It's Blake Ship and Cole Moore. Yo, yo, yo. And we are back in the Forbidden Forest. How was your week this week, Cole? Uh, it's been a very uh, crazy week so far. Um, been really lazy. Been logging a lot of hours of gaming. Uh, number 25 in the in the world in FIFA right now. Uh, wow. Me and my partner, Abhinava Gupta. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty Indian? good. Huh? Is he Indian? Wow! High five. Um, yeah, he's he is not Indian, but he likes to observe uh, older uh, Indian women. His first <laughs> no, uh, his first gamer tag that was his for the longest time was Shadi John Gotti, oh, and you know who John Gotti is? Nope. A very famous mobster um, that killed a lot of people and uh, oh, nice was nicknamed the Dapper Dawn because he always dressed really nice. So that was uh that was my boy uh my boy's gamer tag. But uh but yeah, you know, I'm I'm rocking shredded cabbage on on there and uh you know, we're just uh, supporting the brand and, and keep growing the brand. Impressive, impressive. Yeah, so just a bunch of gaming and that's about it. Nice. Mine has been pretty similar, I guess. My grandma's been in town, uh, hanging with grandma in the uh, in the in the daylight, and then game at night. What more can you ask for? Not much. All right. What did we see this week, Mister Cole? Uh, well, since the last time we visited uh, with our get, not really uh, visiting, you but go? the. All the way back. I mean, I guess we should, shouldn't we? Or yes, yes. yes okay. Uh, last movie we saw was Ad Astra, and uh, <laughs> we <Thank> are <laughs> being brought some dirt cake by our very own Paul Barnett. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, wow, this stuff is this stuff is the best, man. Um, they were real dirt. It's really good. It's got like cream cheese in it. Mine tastes like chewing tobacco. It's not supposed to. Um, anyways, um, so we watched. I don't care. Um, <laughs> we watched um, Ad Astra uh, about a couple weeks ago. And um, then, uh, yeah, I guess we'll kind of dive into that before we even talk about the next movie we saw. So, um, I know you had a lot you wanted to talk about with Ad Astra, uh, so let's hear what you got to say. Yeah, Ad Astra, it was a movie about um, a dude who grew up, his dad was like a super, um, I don't want to say fam- like respected astronaut man or whatever who apparently, was it that he died, they thought he died in space? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Remember, he was going to uh, to like Neptune or yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, was it Neptune? Or was it Uranus? Ah, 
Um, no, really. Where where was he going? I'm not sure. One of the blue planets. But I don't think it was Uranus because Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> Thank you. I used to love it back in school when the teachers would say Uranus. It was still you know, funny. It made it even so better. you wouldn't. Yeah, Uranus. Uh, but anywho, um, everyone thought his dad was dead, and then some army man, whatever, approached his son, which is also an astronaut. And was like, I think your father's still alive. And basically, he's at Uranus. Yes, at Uranus. He's in Uranus. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, basically, the whole life of the the son was basically just he was a depressed astronaut man who just had daddy problems because I guess. So why call it Ad Astra? Call it depressed astronaut, in my opinion. But um, yeah, it was just a bunch of like the dude being all sad because. He couldn't find his dad who was in space, and then he travels and travels and travels and travels and travels all the way to Uranus or wherever he is, most likely Uranus, and the dad is just like, what's up, son? I never loved you, and it was just kind of sad, but it was good. It was a good movie. I liked it. It was a thinker. Opinions? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think you nailed it. Thank you. On the head with, uh, yeah, just really depressing. I mean, you travel all that way, all those light years away, just to be told by your dad, yeah, dude, hey, uh, I don't love you. Never did. Never wanted you. And it's like, all right, you could have sent me an email. Exactly. Or a text. Whatever you can send, send from text. space. I don't know. You can email from space. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I liked it. Um, I give it, a, give it a solid 6.9. Nice. Um, you know, give or take. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, there's there's parts where, you know, I kind of was dozing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, watched that movie kind of late at night. And, oh, six uh, o'clock, it was crazy. Yeah, remember when we went and saw... <laughs> Shut up, idiot. Uh, remember when we went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? We saw that at like 10 o'clock at night, and it was a three-hour movie. Or no, oh, we yeah. saw it at like 9. We got out at like 12 yeah. or so with Clay yeah. and Nathan. Yeah. That was a long movie. Was I really liked that. That was, a, that was a good movie. Yeah, it kind of remind, reminded me of that style of movie. Hey, like, same Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Brad he Pitt. went to Uranus in that one, too. Yeah, I guess. With a neighbor. Different planet. <laughs> a different planet, but uh, yeah, had the shirtless scene on top of the roof there. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow, that's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, Brad Pitt at Astra, Tommy Lee Jones playing Clifford McBride in the movie. Um, IMDb gave this movie a 7 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes 83% and an 80% on Metacritic. Um. Uh, yeah, it it was good. It was good. Um, I wouldn't put it in my top half, but I wouldn't put it in my bottom half. I'd put it right there yeah, in the that middle. Was a good median. Yeah, I put it right there in the middle. Um, <laughs> sorry, there are kids around. Um, they're gonna freak out and probably uh sound the fire alarms because of that. <laughs> um. Anyways, and uh, that was massive ear rape. Uh, I'm really? sure for our listeners. So. 
Sorry, guys. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed that burp given to you by Blake. Uh, other than that, we did uh, we did see another movie. We saw another movie uh, last week, actually, mm-hmm. which was on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw it with uh, Mr. Nathan Ship as well. Yup. And that movie was? The Joker. Can you try to do the Joker laugh? Uh, trying to think of it, it it was like really high pitch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, that. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty close. What's your ears? No. Well, <laughs> why do I do it? Do you not? Because <laughs> uh, I don't know how to do it. It'd be like, I can't. Let's try it. I can't. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> wow. I don't even know. Sound like a freaking dying seagull. Um. Yeah, it. Uh, you were really looking forward to this movie. Yes, it was. Uh, as I have said on many of our pods, most anticipated movie of the year, and I think without a doubt, without a doubt, uh, Joker was my favorite movie of the year that I've seen. Pretty good. Um, it is a very dark movie. A very dark movie. Um. But probably one of my favorite jokes ever was told on this movie. Um, I think the rest of actually, America. Actually, let, let's, uh, let's play it out. I call being the Joker, and you get to be Murray Franklin. So I say nothing. I just die. Uh, no, I'm not talking about that one. The oh, one before shoot. it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a good idea. We should have maybe did a spoiler alert. Um, spoiler alert. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's um, anyways, um, are you ready? Are you actually gonna tell the joke? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I forgot what my line is. You just it's gonna be really easy, Blake. Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? You did your line. Wow. All right, ready? I'm gonna restart the joke. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Policeman telling you your son's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the laugh, but that nice. was uh wow. What a uh, that was quite a the psycho. Joke. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, definitely gonna get the Oscar in that one. Um, Maybe. What? There's a lot of hate going around this Joker movie, you know. Yeah, well, let's a hear about hate. the hate. What are you talking about? Have you not seen any of this? People are hating on it and saying it's like, like they're they're begging their children not to go see it, and they're banning it from theaters and stuff because it's too dark and giving people <laughs> mental like trauma. I could see, and and I want to hear more about this. I can see what you're saying. My thing is, is you know, Joker. I even told you this after I watched it. I was like, I want to go rewatch all the Batman movies. Not that this has a tie-in, but it's like it gives me like an origin story of the Joker in a different view, to where I can go through and watch all these. And uh, like, the thing is, is you basically you have a guy who really tried to be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried to be nice to everybody um, and kept just getting crapped on by society, kept getting crapped on by everybody he stepped in the room with. Um, everybody was, you know, really just giving him a hard time. And uh, he was really just trying to be happy. He was trying to make people smile. Um, he loved his mother, um, thought his mother was a, a wonderful woman, took care of his mother, um, always watched uh, this talk show called The Murray Franklin Show with his mother. And um, it was just a really nice story. Uh, but then it all turned, right? Yep. Uh, then it all turned because why? Because he stopped taking his meds. Well, he stopped taking his meds, but then 
what what continued to happen with with that whole t- not only before he stopped taking his meds he was still taking his meds but what what happened he was being what remember they took the sign oh yeah everyone's just like bullying him right? yeah the kids were beating the crap out of him in the alleyway yeah. um and you had you know he was just everybody was treating him like crap and just walking over him and making fun of him and uh all he wanted to do was be a stand-up comedian, and you put him on the Murray Franklin show, and or like the Murray Franklin is like the biggest talk show or whatever, and um, he like makes fun of him on live TV and all this kind of stuff, and so yeah, by then I would think that you know if I was in that shoes, like I'd just be like, what the heck, man? Even those three dudes he killed on the subway, it's like, yeah, you know can you really blame the guy because he was saving her from that girl mm-hmm. or he's having that laughing attack. And then, you know, he comes in and he shoots them and because they were beating the crap out of him, he's trying to save his life. And so, um, yeah. So tell me about this hate so I can defend this movie. Well, like I said, people are like saying their kids are getting like trauma, <laughs> like from the movie. I don't know what exactly that even means, but I keep seeing articles and stuff. It says that like since they watched the movie, they just they've been disturbed ever since they've seen it. Which I mean, it's just a movie, you know what I mean? It wasn't like that awful. It was just um, I don't know. I guess since I expected it, and some some of these parents thought it was like superhero-y, gonna be just like a Marvel movie, you know? And it really wasn't. Well, they are stupid if they thought that they were going to see. A superhero movie because there is nothing about a hero aspect in this movie it is it is dark it is gloomy um it is sad uh it's brutal just everything like you know i was talking to uh somebody about it the other day and um for me like i watch all these shows or whatever like i watch narcos or i'll watch joker or something like that and i'll see these stories and i'm like oh yeah like Joker was actually a good dude. And, like, I like these guys. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, I like Pablo Escobar because I watch Narcos and I see that he, you know, was doing it for his family or whatever. But then he's also a mass murderer. Um, Joker, mass murderer. Um, you know, there's just so so many of these shows, like, depict uh, depict these, these villains as, like, these good guys. Um, and maybe not that they do that, but it's like, um, you just uh, like I don't know if you ever saw it. It's on Netflix. It's um that biopic about uh, Ted Bundy with Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy. I know what you mean, but I never watched um, it. It's like wickedly good, shockingly evil, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, really great movie. You should watch it. But uh, it just it kind of gets into the mind of Ted Bundy, and then even then you're like trying to remind yourself throughout the movie, like no, this is a bad dude. But then you're watching, and it's like, wait a second, like, he was a good dude, right? And so, I don't know what it is if, like, the mind just, like, we want to, good stories or, like, stories that hit us where we're at in that moment, right? Like, if I'm going to see Joker, and, like, I'm a person that everybody just craps on and all this kind of stuff, then I'm going to be inspired by Joker, right? Yeah. I'm going to be like, ooh, it's probably I want. not a good thing. Yeah, well, obviously. You know, I'm going to be inspired by Joker and I'm going to be like, oh, like, you know, I, I feel this guy. I'm with him, right? 
But if I'm not like that, then it may be offensive. It may be um, too dark for me or something something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For sure. But, um, yeah, I definitely understand that viewpoint because it's kind of – it's not very good that people are – which I don't think – I don't really think that's going to happen. But, like, if people are getting, like, ideas from Joker because there's definitely – those kind of people out there who just get treated awfully, especially in like big cities and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he was just like every corner, just someone wanted to like just beat him up for no reason. But yeah, it definitely makes you root for the Joker for a little bit, even though he is a killer. Definitely was a a good movie though. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Really excited about Zombieland Double Tap coming out. I'm excited about. If you haven't watched the first one, you got to do that. I watched like half with Clay, and then we fell asleep. We got together. Yeah, in the same bed, actually. Nice. It was cool. That's an adorable story. Thank you. Um, was this last night? No. Um, Zombieland one, you definitely need to watch because Zombieland two is coming out next week, along with Jim and I, man. Will Smith movie. We're excited about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, Joker. It really did it. On Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score gave it a ninety percent, and uh, Tomato Meter gave it a sixty-eight percent. We base a lot of our movie choices off of Rotten Tomato. Uh, we actually decided not to even go see Rambo because of Rotten Tomato. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave it a twenty-three percent. Although we did end up going to see Stuber. Um, even Just with like that the low percentage. Movie I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it was it was great. Um. But uh, I really liked it. I really liked it. I just, I'm curious to, to get in because I haven't seen any uh, bad reviews or anything like that. I'm just curious to get into some of these reviews on Joker. Um, I was seeing on Snapchat, uh, like that, which is probably not a reliable source. Well, like this, this woman said, I can appreciate the acting, but truth be told, this movie is terribly triggering, triggering and disturbing. I do not think the world needs more of this kind of negativity. My sincere hope is this does not inspire copycat violence. Here's my thing. When I read a review like that, like, and for the sake of not getting political, cause I don't want to, uh, but like, you know, The Hunt, that movie. Remember, we were really excited about that movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, once again, we just love watching movies and stories and all that kind of stuff. But, like, what would you say, how far, like, how far is it with, with movies that we can't see, you know, like, that it's disturbing or shouldn't be watchable for copycat violence? Because really, I mean, it, a lot of movies, it can be said like that, like, Look at all the horror movies, right? Obviously, you're creating fictional characters and all this kind of stuff. But, like, you know, anybody could go out there and be a Jason Voorhees. And if you don't know who that is, it's Friday the 13th. uh, Freddy versus Jason. um, Hockey mask guy. Uh, Anybody could be Michael Myers. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. So, it's like, you know, remember when the killer clowns were on the loose and all this kind of stuff? So, like, what, uh, to what expense, like, trying to look at this objectively then what what is what is i mean i mean like, explain this viewpoint to me is what i'm trying to say because i can't even understand it yeah like, i can i don't want to be er- or ignorant i can understand it um but the part i don't understand is the fact that 
just because it's a movie that we have to blame the movie because of copycat violence because apparently no one's ever seen um, a movie about a person being upset about themselves and killing people. Yeah, I mean... Spoiler I, alert, we have. Anyways. Yes, I, I can see her concern or whatever. But I mean, like every movie, like not every movie, but like almost every movie like you see, someone's going to die in it. And sometimes, like, most of the time, it's gonna be someone getting killed or whatever. And that's like, that just makes a movie. That makes drama or whatever. But, like, it's like, it's not really the movie's fault. It's it's kind of just the people, like, how influenced they are by things. Like, if they're not gonna get influenced by a movie, they're gonna get influenced by something else, like a book or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, the movie doesn't, shouldn't have that much effect on people. It's like a people problem, not a movie problem, in yeah. my opinion. But, I mean, I'm saying that, and, like, I just, it's easy for me not to get affected by movies, but you're right. Like, even like, like all these horror horror movies that have been out for like years and years and years, it's the same violence. It's just for some reason, I don't know. Some movies are just seen as worse than others. Which I mean, I get it. If like someone's like just getting like mowed down or something in a movie, and it's just like really graphic and just like wow, y'all did not have to go that far. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, Joker wasn't that bad. I mean, there was blood and stuff, but it was. I mean, look at it. That little girl like got her face like bitten off. Yeah. No one said anything about that. But I don't know. I guess because they'd argue that that was fictional. But I mean, it's a, li- a real little girl. You know what I mean? And and I see that it. I like. I, I can see that it's fictional and all that kind of stuff. And I understand it. However, Joker. I can see how they can say you know somebody could put on a clown you know and and go through this and all this kind of stuff. Well, guess what? Somebody could. Obviously not, you know, like Pennywise, you know, is like an entity where it could, you know, be a gigantic spider and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, any movie you see could could do that. Yeah. Um, I think just got to like chill. I think it's, uh, I think it's beautiful. I think it's beautifully done. Um, but then this guy said... He gave he gave it three out of five. He said, "Fine, Joaquin Phoenix did an amazing job, and the producer did an amazing job as well, but perhaps too good of a job. The movie was very dark and very creepy, not what society reads right now. In an epic of mass shootings, an increasing trend of suicides and mental health problems that exaggerates feelings, and one of disconnect from society, loneliness and despair, highlights rebellion from what good is good and glorifies violence." And and I see exactly what he's saying as well. Um, but my thing is is like. This movie, in my opinion, was a champion for mental health. Uh, it really was because this guy dealt with mental health. This guy faced a lot of issues with mental health, and it did. It, it, it showed the disconnect from society with loneliness and, and despair, as this guy was talking about. And, uh, you know, it just, what, what it comes down to for me is, is like, is this movie inciting violence or copycat violence or whatever you want to say? Or is this movie more so trying to point out the fact that, hey, this happens, right? And instead of saying, instead of saying, like, why is this happening? Or we should act because, or we should stop making movies like this because it's happening. Why don't we say, wow. Because the cause of him doing that was people treating him like trash. Yeah. 
Why don't people just say, I'm going to stop treating people like trash? No, instead, people want to be like, um, I, you know, I'm going to blame it on the movies. You know, people are doing people are doing it because they see it. People are doing it because people don't care about them. People are doing it because people make them feel lonely. Um, and so why I agree with this guy, you know, with with the movie, I, un- I understand. And, and not what society needs right now. I understand that. But who has let society get like that? Not movies. It's been us. Yeah. People want to say video games and all that kind of stuff. And as a big gamer, of course, I'm biased and I'll defend it till I, until my death. But it's like, come on. Like, yeah. it's it's how people treat people, not video games. Because I play all the same video games as a bunch of other people. And I have dealt with depression in my life and all that kind of stuff. But here's the thing. I'm not going out and killing people. Is that because I am... Is that because I'm, you know above the people that do no it's because people around me have treated me nice or at least i've gotten through the points to where in my life people have treated me wor- like awful and then i've i've been lucky because i've i've had a network of people who treat me well right mm-hmm. there's people out there that don't get that and there's people out there like joker who have bad parents and instead of blaming them it's like hey we should blame the culture not the movie not the movies. Sorry. Let's hiccup. Uh, I just want to look look at one more of these reviews. Um, he said, this guy says, I thought Joaquin Phoenix did a wonderful job finally showing us that he could act. It's been a while since Gladiator, but that but the movie. I personally take issue with making this canon because it's more political pandering than delivering on who and what the Joker is to lifelong comic fans. The writing was desperate, the cinematography was basic, the dialogue was mediocre, and for me, the movie was outright unenjoyable. <sighs> he seems like one of those clickbait people that just wants people to, uh, you know... Looking for a fight. Exactly. Um, I definitely don't think it was unenjoyable. I think that... Um, I'm a fan of Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I actually really liked um, Gladiator. I'm sure you've seen gladiator right parts and pieces with russell crowe was that another movie that you fell asleep in the bed with another dude no gotcha just giving you a hard time uh joaquin phoenix is he's had you know a lot of shots um did have that weird movie her back in uh like 2012 2013 something like that uh where he was in a relationship with a a computer I think you I do remember that. that. He was he was the main guy in that, so that was kind of weird. <laughs> um, but uh, but you know he just I, I really liked him in this movie, and I really do. I think he I think he uh, I think he wins an Oscar for this for sure. And you know he had to lose fifty two pounds. He he did say on Jimmy Fallon that that was untrue that it was like five or fifteen pounds, but I think he's got to say that. They made him lose fifty. There's no way he only lost fifteen pounds. They made him lose fifty-two pounds. Yeah, Dude was I like a that. toothpick. Um, and to me, what I kind of want to talk about with that is, is like, what, like, like, could you imagine being an actor and then s- someone telling you, "Hey, for this acting part, I need you to get down to like ninety-five pounds." Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's it. Better be a big. Well, I'm sure it is a big paycheck, but like. That'd be a lot of starving yourself or whatever. I guess that's what he had to do, right? Just not eat? Yeah. Um, he basically had to, you know, calorie restriction and, and basically just eat like a small thing a day type stuff. 
Ugh. I mean, his body looked deformed. His bones are like st- I don't even know how that had to be like some sort of special effects. Yeah, you I'm sure. I mean? I'm sure it was. Uh, his bones are like sticking out everywhere. It was bad. Yeah, I just don't know how you. I just don't know how you like make it through that. Like, <sighs> I don't know, but you know, actors are are crazy. Um, but uh, but anyways, yeah, I don't, I don't want to harp on harp on Joker too much, but I really liked it. I, I really did. For me, it lived up to the hype. Uh, dark movie or not, um, I think that. I think that it was it was good, and I think that not necessarily that people need to be educated because I think that um, you know, frankly, I think that we have all the education we need right in front of us. We just need to act on it. Um, but like you know, I think I'm I'm on the opposite side. I feel like it's good for people to see these movies because they need to see what happens when people get treated like crap. Exactly. That's how I. That's how I. Or that's what I took away from it. Like. I saw him getting, like, the very first scene when he got beat up by little kids, like, 12-year-old little boys. I was like, what the heck? Who does that? Like, I, I, I think people do need to see that. Yeah. Even if it is shocking, like, that movie. Yeah. And, I mean, as far as, like, your kids going to it and all that kind of stuff, that's up to you. And Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I think, uh, I think you just need to you know tough it out and make your own own decisions i definitely uh, do feel like, i feel like the effect will be more positive on people than negative like if they see that message you know what i mean like, i feel like more people are gonna be like feeling bad for him instead of being like oh i want to go shoot someone you know what i mean yeah and then this and then finally i'm going to end on this this was a good review it said wow that may be some of the best acting ever. If he doesn't win an Oscar, the world will be surprised. I knew he was a great actor way back at Gladiator when he was face acting without words up in the stands in the Coliseum. I must say, though, this was disturbing. I can see why they wanted to ban it. This hit me in a way nothing has. I could barely drive. I couldn't go to sleep afterwards. So it was five stars, mm-hmm. but he said it was disturbing, and I get that. I'm not saying it wasn't disturbing, but at the end there it says it hit me in a way nothing has. And I think the movies have a power to do that. And I think people should, I think, like I said, I think people should give this movie a try for the sole fact of like, hey, you need to watch it and you need to experience it. Even if you've heard about it and all that, I'm actually going to watch it again. I guarantee that uh, whether it's in theaters or it comes out on DVD, I'll definitely be watching it again and probably more than just one more time. Um, I really liked it. Um, So there you go. Put your red X's and flags up about me, but. Don't know what to tell you. Other than that, uh, kind of want to just get into this uh, thing that I kind of stumbled upon. That I don't even know what to think, where to go with it, but it's called Hop Skip Drive. I don't know if you guys have heard about this before, but Hop Skip Drive is a writing service for kids uh, around like ages six to eleven, um, potentially even younger than that. No, I think it's it's six plus. Uh, so it's a, it's basically an Uber for kids. Um, and it's basically like a, uh, a organization that has a bunch of, um, like stay at home moms that, uh, basically pick up kids and, uh, take them to where they need to go. If parents are like, you know, if parents are busy or, or stuff like that, they just pick up their kids and, 
I don't even know what to think about it. Uh, hop, skip, drive, Blake. I mean, when you initially told me about this, I was like, that's insane. But now that you say, like, it's just stay-at-home moms and stuff driving. And six-plus still is really young. But um, I guess that is kind of helpful if you're brave brave enough to let your um, your kid go with someone. But, I mean, it's a stay-at-home mom. She's got kids. I don't know how they background check that, but um, I guess she has to prove it. But um, I guess that's really kind of smart. I could have said something really dark right there, but I'm not going to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to restrain myself. Is it because you watched The Joker? <laughs> getting bad thoughts no i'm just saying all i'll say is this and our listeners could lead this up to imagination i know a stay-at-home mom that made national headlines that killed her baby that's all i'll say nice i will not say her name on my podcast or on our podcast but i think people could uh anyway so keep going <laughs> well now i think it's kind of a you changed my mind i thought it was a good idea well don't allow me to sway you well now that i'm not saying one or the I other know. i don't know they could get if they could ensure reliable stay-at-home moms, then I think it's a pretty good idea. I mean, parents can't always be there to pick you up and stuff. And, um, yeah. But choosing, like, a reliable mom could be a problem. Because, like you said, they could be baby killers. So, I don't know how to really check for that. Well, for me, is is once again, we're in a fragile society, right? We're in a fragile time these days, and I think that people are, I think if like an idea like this, I think it's great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, me, myself, I, um, around here in the community, I help out a lot of parents by picking kids up and all this kind of stuff because I know them, and they know me, and they've known me for a long time. Um, but like when it comes to when it comes to just like strangers and all that kind of stuff, here's the thing. I think it's a great idea. I think it's, um, has, has good intentions and all that kind of stuff. I just think in this day and age in society, it's just is, I don't know. I think that there's, you have people who are afraid of everything and you have people who are carefree and they're just like, all right, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Um, I'm not saying one way is right or the other. Um, I, I typically, um, am like close to the middle, but I do kind of tend on being on the side of like not trusting, um, as many people. And I hate that about myself. Um, but like for me, I would almost do everything I can in my power to find someone that I'd know drive my kid. Uh, but then again, then you could use the argument, well, you know, people, you know, people doesn't matter who you are. Anybody could take a kid and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird to me. Um, like I just don't know any parent that would just be like, I mean, I guess desperate parents. Um, yeah, but like any parent who would just be like, all right. Yeah. Um, my eight year old Tammy needs a ride to gymnastics practice. Can you pick her up at, you know, sign it into the app and pick her up at three and bring her back at six or something like that. And it's like, you've never met this driver before. You don't know who they are. You just look at the reviews and you know what I mean? And I don't know. It's just kind of weird, but Hey, I mean, you may be creating like a more trustworthy, uh, trustworthy society and all this kind of stuff. And in a perfect society, it'd be a great idea, but we do not live in a perfect society. Like if you could trust everyone, that'd be an amazing idea. But one bad apple ruins whatever the whole tree. 
however that goes. That's a really good analogy, Blake. Wow. Thank that's you. That's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, so that's about, that's about all I really have for today, other than the fact that, uh, you know, right now riding a hot win streak of, of four straight wins on Siege and uh, 25th in the world on FIFA. Um, new Call of Duty coming out on the 25th. I'd say it's, it's a pretty good time to be a gamer for me. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, just kind of chilling. Uh, we're going to continue to pump these these podcasts out every single week. Make sure you're always liking, um, rating us, subscribing to us, supporting us. Um, even if you hate us, you know, just give us a listen so you could uh, support the brand. Um, just like press play on your phone and leave the room, whatever you have to do. Just support us, get the word out. Um, the only way we grow is for because of you guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I ain't really got nothing else for you. Same. Well, you do have one thing for him. What is that? Well, I think we all know, folks. I think we always have to finish every episode with the quote of the week. We will be, uh, as he is getting the quote of the week queued up, we will be having uh, Mr. Williams, I believe, on on Saturday, um, and that'll be fun. Uh, gonna be gonna be a fun time, and uh, yeah. So we're just gonna wrap that up. Um, this was a very informative podcast. Uh, yes, I and I liked it. You know, I I hope that I hope Going that deep. everybody uh, can kind of take away some stuff from Joker and Ad Astra. Um, hope we didn't bore you to death, and. Uh, Hope we gave you something to think about. If you uh, if you disagree with what we said, if you have any thoughts, ideas, and all that kind of stuff, you can always go on to the Anchor app and send us voice messages, or you can follow us at Shredded Cabbage Pod on Instagram and DM us with any comments, questions uh, for us to discuss on our pod. Uh, the more interaction with the audience, the better. So uh, give us a follow at Shredded Cabbage Pod, and... Um, Sign on to the Anchor app and send us some voice messages and give us some content for the air. Anyways, here we go. Blake Ship with the quote of the week. All right. I used to think my life was a tragedy, but now I realize it's a comedy. Deep. Sound familiar? Sounds very dark. I wish you wouldn't have read it because I bet a lot of people would be upset about it. Goodbye, folks. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Shredded Cabbage Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or Anchor to keep up with the latest that is going on in the Forbidden Forest.